Today in episode two, Chicks Chat is going to talk about issues with women.
Happy Monday evening. Here's tonight. Chicks Chats has uh, two women missing from the episode, but we are going to be talking about issues with women. And to start, um, I, Sophie, is going to talk about stories, three stories that I've had with women that have affected me and has caused me to have uh, problems with trusting women as friends. And I'm going to start with a girl that I had met through with my husband and we thought that she was a very good friend to us as a couple we were both really good friends with her and after time I soon realized that her friendship was uh, with consequences that she was really after my husband and that she wanted to be with him and so it started off that it was we met her at her house because she had a plumbing issue and she needed help and we got along right away and we had a lot of things in common and we became good friends and later on she became really close friends with my husband and i always accepted it because they had a childhood memory of experiences that were similar and i never really saw or believed that the truth was that she really wanted him and slowly over time the trust that I had with her and the things I would tell her she was repeating it and and the trust became that it was false and that it was just betrayal and I ended up finding out um, through a friend that I told her that I knew everything and that she ended up letting me know that I told her I knew everything and she ended up spilling the beans and that's how I ended up finding out and then I had another girl that was an an employee of mine, and she was very happy and go lucky, and she was very loyal to our family and always with us all the time. And we had during COVID, we had a customer that was um, basically the the one customer. It was an elderly couple that we would go to every week, and. We were always there, and every week that she was there, her phone would have issues, and she would have to, like, have it repaired, and then afterwards, she had to have it replaced, and the customer's daughter always said that her phone was being hacked and would constantly be obsessed with her phone was being hacked, and we never understood why she thought that, and every every week it was a new person believing that her phone was hacked, and we eventually we had stopped talking to that customer and the customer's family and they were still constantly um being being part of uh, intruding into our lives and after time like her uh, the girl Karina whose phone was hacked and I was blocked from her and I wasn't able to contact her And my daughter and I went to her second job to try to help and find out why the situation happened. And she had asked my daughter to look into her phone to see what the situation was. And it turned out that I I was blocked in the underline. And every night she was calling me saying that things were happening to her phone. And we were constantly saying that it must have been that customer's daughter. And then the fourth night, she woke up and said that 
that I was hacking her phone and that I'm, I'm that I was obsessed and I needed to know information about her which I never even understood anything about hacking and that was that was very confusing to me that she would believe that I was hacking her phone and she sent me all these screenshots of why a boss would want to invade in someone's information and send out group texts to all of my employees saying that I was not trustworthy and not honest which was something that I never had an issue with and then within within days she had called child services and went extreme and had the child services come to my house and investigate my children which was not an issue because there was no issue with my children it was a false call but she she wouldn't let it go she constantly started kept texting family members and employees and friends trying to turn everybody against me and I never gave up on the situation and months later she had uh, messaged me saying to take take off all the images on on my social media about her and then within that week she had called the police uh, to have my house raided saying that we were um, growing marijuana and when the cops came to my house I was still working and my husband was home and the and the garage was wide open which was the accusation that I was in the garage and it was short-lived on the accusation because they could see that it was false but the underlining part was that she was part of the family it was somebody that we trusted somebody that we cared about and the fact that she that somebody could just switch from one second to the other being somebody that you that you care about and you love and that they want to destroy you, your house your family your kids and your business she also called many of the customers uh talking bad about me and made me lose the customers for my business and there was something that was a non-understanding for a friendship that was very very treasured and valued and that made it very hard over time especially that for years prior I was in an abusive relationship and I, I didn't have people that I, I trusted and that was a situation where it showed you know that someone that you believe in and that you trust that could just turn around and switch on you and and deceive you and while I was friends with these two girls met a, a girl at, at a local bar and she was a server she was very bubbly and friendly and and was always giving compliments and then uh years later which was after these two situations prior i had seen her at the same bar that she worked at that she no longer worked at she was just there uh with her her husband and she was very like interested and wanted to be friends with me and it was it was very like Oh, you know, I'm so glad I met you. Let's hang out, come to my house, bring your kids. And really wanted to, like, be part of, like, you know, being a close person. And this, we didn't end up hanging out at that time. But a year later, we, we did reconnect. And, and my husband and I, we invited them to our home. And we allowed them to bring their the, the kids, her kid and her husband. And... 
they had a daughter and I have two sons who who don't really go out and, and hang out with other kids but I was like over caring and over welcoming to their daughter and making sure that she felt comfortable while the daughter was constantly complaining and about my children and and I didn't I accepted that and I stayed friends with her even though she was a very dominant on having different feelings and points of views that that made sense to me but I understand that people are different and different people could still be friends when you have different opinions as long as you respect each other but over time noticing that it was only her opinion that was being respected and, and not my own and many little things happened along the way and one of the last times that we had a, an evening together her daughter had had done something that was very simple and and un- confusing to me because like a children should when they're in someone else's home like respect other people's rules and it was where the situation was like that her the child was messing with with the animals and and then complaining and crying and she was not being attentive to her child and turn around and try to cause me an argument with my own husband and over time that that evening our friendships had had sent highs and later on months later re reached out to me and and decided to connect with all the people that were in my life and in my family and my friends that I've grown over time and try to cause issues with every single person that is part of my life and that is very hurtful and has taken a lot of time of our lives like sharing it the stories of of why somebody would do that to you like why do you have a friendship that you cherish and that person could just turn around and and try to ruin your life and this situation that doesn't make sense to me because I care about the people that are in my life and I never try to hurt anybody and it's very betrayal to have somebody that you care about and to burn you to that situation where it will affect your entire life and for that reason it's always been hard for me to have female friends and even though over time I've learned to trust people it is not easy because it's been so many stories in my life that women have done things that that can hurt you to the point where it doesn't make sense and and for most people would give up on even having friendships altogether and for us women many people have friends that they're not honest to or they're not real to but i'm very open about my life to the ones i love and that i care about and and i never try to hurt anybody i never try to betray anybody i never try to cross lines or talk bad about anybody and it doesn't make sense to me that 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 many people have have tried to do the opposite with to me without any reason and then today next person will be Dominique When I was very young, I moved away from a family and I I moved away from my family and I lived with my friend's family in another state. And the first year I was there, I had a lot of trouble making friends because a lot of these kids had grown up together. 
Therefore, I was willing to be friends with anyone I instantly connected with. And when I was 16, I became friends with a girl who was... She was very fun to be around, and she always wanted to party, and she always wanted to bring me everywhere she went. So I was very interested in being her friend because I just needed someone who wanted to be around me. And one day she... She took me to a church event and she gave me drugs without telling me what they were. And I was under the influence that it was Tylenol, and, but it wasn't and it was something a lot stronger than that. And the next day at school, she brought it to school and she gave it to me and told me what it was and she told me to hold it for her. And in the end, she got me expelled from school and I realized that you can't really trust everyone who comes into your life even if they're nice to you sometimes they have sometimes they are not people you actually want to be around and when I was expelled from school I was having trouble making friends because I didn't have I wasn't able to be around a lot of people and the few friends that I did have um when they took me out, they would introduce me to other girls and like try to see if I connected with anyone. And I finally came across this girl named Jacqueline. And she was very sweet and she always invited me everywhere she went and I really liked her a lot. And so one day she told me she needed help. And so of course I opened my arms and I opened my home and I told her to come over. And anything I could do for her, I told her I'd be there for her. So I t- she came over to my house. And again, I was not living with my parents at the time. I was living with my friend's parents. And I, we went up to my bedroom and she said that she was in a lot of trouble and she couldn't go home because her parents were not okay and they were under the influence. And so I told her, well, my friend's parents are most likely not going to let you stay at my house if they think that this is what's going on. So I made up a story and just said she wanted to sleep over because she was tired and didn't want to go home. And when I was in the bathroom, she told my friend's parents that I was under a lot of drugs and that I shouldn't be um, able to go out and that I needed help. And she lied to them and she broke my trust and I thought I was there to help her. And in the end, she really just wanted to take all my friends and make sure I wasn't able to go out of my house and the next day she told my boyfriend that I hated him and she told my friends that I hated them and nobody would talk to me anymore and it was a very hard thing for me to go through and it really sucked because I really thought she was my friend and then the last person I want to talk about was a friend I had since I was a little girl and she I used to go over her house every day and she'd come over my house every day and we were best friends and we did everything together and we FaceTimed each other and we told each other all of our secrets and I couldn't imagine doing anything without her. Even when I lived in another state, we always talked. When I came back, we always hung out. And when I moved back home, when I was 18, we were inseparable. We went to parties together. We talked about boys together. And I invited her into my home always. And I was always there for her. And one day, 
she I introduced her to some of my other friends, which I have trust issues when it comes to introducing my friends to my other friends. It's really hard for me to do that, but I loved her enough to bring her to some other friends that have been in my life for a long time, and I wanted her to be around them so I could hang out with them together. And she went behind my back and told my other best friend that I wasn't a real friend to her. And they started doing everything together and excluding me from everything they did. And I no longer talk to either of them anymore. And it's very heartbreaking because they were both my friends from a really young age. And I loved them a lot. And it's, it's really hard to see that someone can just not be friends with you anymore the next day. And the next person that we'll be speaking is Ashley. Ashley's gonna be sharing with me what she her story is about issues she's, she's had with her stepmother. My aunt. Issues that I've had with my aunt, and it's really hard because I don't even know where to start because it's a family member. But I guess she's the reason why I've had so many trust issues with women and haven't been able to have friends that are girls because she betrayed me in a way that not do you think that a family member would do to you or a friend but especially because she was a family member and we were very close my whole life growing up um she was like my best friend the one that I trusted the most out of anybody in the family, I was an only child, and so in a way, I, didn't, I looked up to her, and I used to watch her in the bathroom, get dressed, and go out, and I always said to myself, that's how I wanted to look, that's how I wanted to be, and I really, you know, loved her. She was everything to me. You're a role model. A role model, exactly. She was my role model, and she was successful, she had her own business, she drove a Porsche, she gave an example of what a woman should be and as an only child that's what I looked up to and then as I got older and you know I turned into I was a teenager and we would hang out a little bit more and you know we were I got to see her wild side I got to see I guess really who she is and we used to go out we're the same outfits we were the same size we had the same friends, hung out at the same places, and even though I was very young, um, she introduced me to a lifestyle that probably wasn't appropriate for my age at the time, even though I loved it. And um, I always had, I would say he was my first crush. I don't wanna say he was my first love, but he was the first crush. He was my first kiss at 11 years old. And I grew up with him. <clears throat> I always felt that he was going to be the one forever. He was going to be the one that I was going to marry. He was the one that was everything. And as the years go on, um, I later started hearing rumors from other friends that she had slept with him. And... I didn't want to believe it because not only that I loved her so much, but I loved him so much. Did you know about it? Did who? Did you know that you were in love with him? Yes. Yeah, she knew. She knew very much. She even told me one time that she thought I was obsessed with him, that I was too into him. And then I remember one day we were talking 
and I said something to him or to her. I said something to her about saying, oh my gosh, he has a big dick. And then she was like, oh yeah, I know. And then I said to myself, I was like, okay, in my head. And then I asked her, I was like, how would you know that? She was like, oh, well, he walks around in his boxers. You know, like, it's like, I was like, okay. But, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I was, you know, 16 at the time. You know, he was a few years older. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, that's whatever. Blew it off. And then I, you know, years go on. And then I started dating somebody else. And that person told me that she, my aunt, went around telling everybody that she had sex with him. And the first crush. my first crush, right? His name was Jason. And even to this day, there's probably not a week that goes by that I don't think about him at least once, you know? And so then I heard those rumors and I just, you know, kind of let it go. And then I started hearing it from another person and then another person. Was that you dated him? Yes. This was after I dated him. <laughs> and... And then I finally went to her. We were driving in a car on the way to a bar. We were going to do, we were selling jello shots for the night, her and I. And I confronted her and I said, okay, Terry, you need to tell me right now, did you fuck him? And she said, no, Ashley, I would never do anything like that to you. Are you kidding me? And so I kind but I knew and I felt in my heart that it was true. There was just something that always told me that it was true. And so, then, you know, years go on and whatnot. I still stay in contact with Jason. And then I, one day, I just asked him. And he, I said, you know, did you and Terry ever have sex? And he said, yes, we did. And so, even though I felt the betrayal even years ago when he confronted it to me, which was years later, is what broke everything for me with trust and and women and even family. So... Yeah. And then when you were with your child's father? <clears throat> right. Well, okay, yes. When I was with um, the father of my son, um, who I met him when I was 18, which was after Jason. Jason and I were together when I was 16, so I was with Ash when I was turned 18. It we got together and it was very fast we were together for about two weeks and i ended up living with him i moved out of my um out of my hometown and moved away from everybody and started a new life at 18 and i was so into him i thought he was the coolest and um two years later i got pregnant with my son and my son was born and we always had a neighbor that lived a couple houses down the street her name was april and she was married and she had her kids, and they would always come over, and, um, you know, I had a friendship with her. We always, you know, got along. There was nothing. It was just neighbors down the street, and then um, after my son was, I would say, about, like, three months old, um, the father of my son got drunk one night and decided to tell me that he had slept with her and had a relationship with her before him and I were together, and I never knew about it. I didn't know until that night when he decided to reveal his secrets. And so, um, for her to be someone who I trusted, to watch my child, to be in my home, and I had no idea that, um, any of that ever happened. So, my betrayal ends with that, with, with girls.
and um, issues. I don't know. I can. So that's about it. And now I'm going to pass it on to Kristen. Well, not that I'm aware of have I ever had a girl sleep with my boyfriend that I know of. They always already came. They've already slept with him. Um, <laughs> well, for real, come on. How many times have you been in a room and you know there's two other girls that have slept with your man? <laughs> How about five out of five in one room? Okay. So, anyway, um, I had a best friend, Jennifer Maxwell. We became best, best friends in second grade. We used to play, well, we used to ride horses. We used to play this horse game. I mean, she was like, we were friends for a long time. Probably until I was like, I don't know, 25. I haven't spoken to her for 15 to 20 years. And um, I had some unfortunate stuff happen to me along the way in my life. And I confided in her. And I don't know what happened. I still don't to this day, but she never spoke to me again for telling what I told her. So that was, uh, I think, my not trusting just friends in general at that point. And then um, this kind of kept on happening. Um, what happened with the next friend? Patricia. Uh, met her later in my life working at a bar. Real bubbly, cool girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But, okay, yeah. Whispering <laughs> the other way, you know, when you're not there. Um, she, I told her, because I... I th- thought she was a friend and I told her the same thing and I she didn't drop me as a friend but she just you know told people about it so no trust can't keep her mouth shut and uh Lucy 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 Cockshut she's from England so for real oh god okay that was a oh Ashley knows her too apparently these uh her father and my father took a botany class I'm not gonna bore you with all this in-depth stuff but anyways, um, we met when we were like probably seven years old. We hung out a lot, and I told her the same thing, and that girl was the one that really started it. So anyways, uh, number three. So I think what I realized is I started to trust people way too soon, where I think they're my friends and they're not. It just happens that all of them have been women that this has happened to me with. Um, my stepmother seven years older than I am I told her that's family you think you can trust but no we were uh, never mind um, we were actually we were actually in, in a bar one time and my little sister was there and she was old enough to understand what my stepmom you know was talking about or was saying and um, she just blurts out in the middle of the bar is at Keg South you know, Lucy, Lucy told so-and-so about, you know, what she told her, you know, and she blurred out the whole thing that it was right in front of my sister, you know, so it's kind of, I don't know, what would, I don't know, what would you, embar- embarrassing. well, embarrassing, well, definitely embarrassing, no, just, um, betrayal. It's, yeah, betrayal, betrayal, but I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, it wasn't embarrassed, but it was just like kind of shocked, like, wow, I can't believe you did that, and this most, you know, you know, yeah. the you know biggest secret, top secret, right. exactly yeah. that I've had so far. Yeah. So. Like you would never think that she would have done that, right? No, but I would assume not. I mean, right. how, why is it so hard to like have one person that you can trust? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, 
I, I guess you consider that loyalty, right? I mean, if you don't open your mouth or something, it's just like I said, I've had this happen with men before too. You know, the betrayal, the the not trust. You know, can't keep her mouth shut. So, anyways, now I have this group here, which you know, there's five, six sometimes. Um, I only know two of them. One of them better than all the rest, and the other two or three I don't really know that well at all. But um, what was I saying? Help me out. Train of thought. Oh, and we all basically met through. We met through a, a one a, a mutual friend, but um, friend. and okay. <laughs> a mutual male friend that didn't allow other friends to be friends with each other, but somehow we managed to to get through that and stick together and actually create a beautiful. And, and you ended up working in Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so back to loyalty. I didn't realize how complicated it was to find somebody or a few people. I mean, I don't see that so complicated, but apparently is. I just don't understand how, you know, it's like I said, women, that's what's happened to me the most, you know? And um, they just, I, I don't know how complicated it is, like I said, to find true people and trustworthy and and how many other women out there have issues like that where they have real friends that they can trust and, and really believe in and how many women out there just have friends that they just allow in their lives definitely allowing your lives and like you never know so, like you trust the people and they just out of nowhere you and gosh i mean i'm sure all of you have had a friend for like at least a year a few years and you think you can really trust them and all of a sudden you're shocked one day to hear that you really can't and it just uh, doesn't seem like a waste of your time but it just uh, waste your emotions, waste your my feelings. And the, us women, we, we, have, we, we haven't been friends our whole lives. We've, we've met recently and has it been perfect? No. But we've learned to love and trust each other even though our differences are so much apart but but uh, all of us walking away. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, all of us, wa all of us, you know, you know. That's why I, I, I feel like my, like I have a real bad, a real hard time with with trust, uh, ma male or female. But um, the fact that all of us have walked away two times and we've allowed each other back, it and have worked on, you know, a lot of stuff and we've grown and um, it just, it's. We've never separated because of betrayal. Oh yeah, that's right. We've never separated from betrayal. It's important to say. So we're growing stronger, like I said, and I'm starting to to realize slowly that you know these are good women that I could you know 100% trust. You know, with time. And we're all trying to help each other. And we're all trying to. That's women. We're all trying to help each other because of the things that we went through in the past and, the, and how much we've been betrayed by women and hurts and our hearts broken and we're just not giving up and we this group of women we really do motivate each other and there's no malice whatsoever even though we're all really completely different from each other but we all connect through a way that's kind of unexplainable i would say but i think it's just something that's so natural and real to where there's no there I don't feel like I, I, I could be betrayed by any of them Dominic's gonna uh, tell us what next week's topic is, is.
Topics. 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 So our next week's topic is going to be what age we first had sex at and the experience we had with that. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and think about that. Not that we have to think about it because most girls, that's a, a memorable time. But it's going to be eventful to share the details of things that how we evolved into becoming a woman. So, for our topic next week, I can't wait for that one. I'm sure, we'll all have a lot to say about that, Dominique, especially. <laughs> Sophie, too, actually. I could think of good ones, but like I said, can't open your mouth about everything. Well, it was really nice talking with everybody. I will get better. I'm very nervous. I think I was the most nervous with it. I have the most trouble publicly speaking. <laughs> and it'll be interesting to learn more about each other and things that we don't we haven't actually shared over this time period that we become friends, but we're going to get into deep conversations and learn about each other while you guys learn about us and I can relate and understand that us women 